Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 5-1 Volleyball Podcast. Another Friday, another podcast with Everett DeLorme of Volleyball Stories here live in person once again on a nice, sunny, beautiful day in Toronto. How are you doing today, Everett? Dude, it feels like summer. Oh, it's it's like, like yesterday and today were those first days where it's just like the sun is hitting the city. It feels like summer. It smells like summer. Like the, the city is alive. It's like I haven't felt like this since like 2019. Since like oh, since like I pre, love to hear that. Since, yeah, yeah, yeah. since like pre-pandemic. So I mean things are going going well. We had a lot of stuff go down in the volleyball world this week. Um, you know, some crowning some champions in Italy. We got the twenty-five man rosters for VNL. You and I were literally just talking as we were setting up about how excited we are for national team season. Um, so yeah, where 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 do you want to start here? Well, we have a lot to get over, go over, and the sunny weather hails another great thing, which is national team volleyball season. Yes. You know, as much as, uh, as, much as the VNL, as we chirp on, it's, it's a great tournament. I'm so excited for it. Uh, very excited. We're going to be heading down to Ottawa, hopefully uh, together later this summer. So we're going to break down the 25-man rosters today, uh, kind of some, find some interesting omissions, interesting players to watch. But before we get into that, just a quick recap, because we did. We have Cucini Lubicivitanova as our Italian league champion. Not actually that excited in game. Not even that much to talk about. Basically, no. uh, like Leon couldn't replicate his performance. Lube played amazing. Zaitsev actually had a good game. Um, and yeah, nothing too much to talk about there. But Everett, how crazy is it that Lube did all of this with Osmani Wantarena injured? I mean, if you told me at the beginning of the season that Lube would have won without Osmani Wantarena, their best player. I would have, I would not believed you. No, ne- neither would have I. Um, although I wouldn't have, you know, foreseen the performance that we saw from Zaitsev in that last match too, as well. Like he was just out of this world. Especially like I only watched the first set, um, and all the other matches I've gone back and watched in volumetrics. But after like looking at the scoreline, I feel like I didn't yeah. even after watching the first set and looking at the scoreline, I feel like I didn't even really need to. Um, to me, it's so mind-boggling how dominant Lube, Lube was. For first of all, yes, because of without Wantarena, you know, at the beginning of the season we thought he'd be back by now, you know, and we, they were a little rocky. Um, but then, especially how they started that series against Trentino, right down 0-2, oh. and then they turn around to completely just dominate throughout throughout the rest of the playoffs. And it's kind of funny we were always talking about Lube. Like Lube and Modena were both those teams that could always just turn it on. I mean, Perugia's Perugia's the, the same way too. But yeah, Lube doing all of this without Wantahana is massive. A, I think it's a testament to how good of a team they are. And then B, I think it's a massive testament to Marlon Yant being able to step in and not only like fill that hole, but like excel in that role. Uh, kind of in the, in the same vein as like Micheletto we saw last year. Um so yeah, big big ups to Lube, another another championship, and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that Yant. I mean, I mean, it's we're absolutely blessed with some of the young volleyball talent coming up right now. But Yant, being a starter on a championship team in Italy, at what twenty one years old, however old he is, twenty twenty one, twenty two maybe, that's unbelievable. Like he he played a huge role in the success of Lube. Um, and it's the future's looking really, really bright for Yant. Uh, would you say he's he's probably? I mean, right now he's he's probably the best Cuban prospect, right? Do you think he's the second best Cuban player, or second best Cuban player after Robert Landy Simon? Not counting mm. the expatriates. 
No, Lopez. Do you think Lopez is still better? Okay, absolutely. Yeah, Lopez is like winning MVPs in in Brazil, right? Yeah, right. He's okay. he's he's the best player on the best on the best team in, Cruzeiro, yeah. in 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 Brazil. So, and I mean, I know Lopez is a little bit older than Yant, um, but yeah, I mean, and it's scary that they've got that that they've got those two. Um, you know, man, two- I wish Cuba was in VNL. Shout, shout out to Ronnie. Shout, on that out, to, one. shout out to Ronnie. Man, they've they've got so much power, firepower and just no no setter to set the ball. Yeah, that's, um, that's fun. It's like a different, uh, it's a different thing, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I guess takeaways from this season for Italy. Um, a don't don't declare a champion before the year starts because I think everyone had Perugia as like the top team. Remember the storyline replacing Dragon Travita, who got blamed for everything last year. But straight up, can we talk about Perugia for a second? Yeah, here? yeah. Because, course. like, I think we need to we need to dive into this in in, in all seriousness. Because ultimately, the the series this this season is a failure, right? Yeah. Don't even make it to the Champions League finals. No, absolutely failure. Yeah. Lose in the finals to to Lube after how how many years? Like how many straight years is is that is that for Lube? Oh, I know. How it's how many years of, of domination? And I know it's coming to an end now as as the, the roster's kind of getting blown up, but I guess uh Wantohana now might might be staying and not, not be going to Asia. So we'll we'll be we'll be tracking that. But like Perugia in the offseason did everything they needed to, right? They they had a hole in the right side. Right? So they went out and picked up Berchlicky. They had a hole in the coaching sector so they went out and, and grabbed garbage fresh off a, a champions league win right they didn't even have a hole in their p2 position and they went out and picked up matt anderson they upgraded in so many different areas and were unable to win that that championship you know like that that to me it's something bigger like like there's something else going on at perugia that we don't know about that's kind of leading to this lack of success Right, because it's, there's, there's there's something there. Because on paper, this team should beat everyone. Like they've got the money, they've got the coaching, they got the athletes. Like they have the star power. They had the depth this year. What's what's up? Well, the tactician in me would say middles. They got used and abused in the middle in that in that in that final series. Of course, Robert Landy Simone getting getting yeah. that finals MVP, and we saw against Trentino they really struggled as well with Pedrashin and Lizanach. The the uh, other side of me says that they didn't look like they were having fun at all this year. They looked miserable from the get-go. Um, I, no, I don't know whether that's pressure internally or pressure from Chairman Cersei or, or what it is. But, you know, they need they need Alexander Tedesevich back. Like, remember the uh, the Block Devils? Like, that team was a lot more fun and, and you know, was all also had uh, their issues <laughs> yeah. uh, win- winning championship but at least they were having fun out there and that team was not as talented as this team i don't think so yeah i don't know so, something needs to change they they obviously can't bring the same team back uh the way things go in volleyball like the coach might be fun. i don't know something's gonna happen we'll see but they're they're, they're not right we already know that soleil is becoming an italian citizen so he's right. coming off the foreign and living it they're Fla- bringing flavio they're bringing in flavio in the middle so they're right there that that fixes their middle problem um, all the all the signs point that Anderson's leaving and instead cement Camille Semenyuk is coming in from Zaxa, right? But to me, it's it's really starting to to put into question: Are we done with Peak Leon? Man, like, that's he had he had his best game of like one of his best playoff games of his career, like what four nights ago. So yeah, but that's that's one one time, yeah. right? Like, and I, I know he's injured, but like, 
how many years is this? Is this is this the case now? Right? Yeah, he really needs to win one with Perugia. Like yeah. next next year, he, he needs to win something. Yeah, and either yeah. either the Champions League, Poland Champions two. League, or, or Scudetto. Poland two hasn't won anything since he got there. Yeah, uh, that's that's that, that that's the whole other side of it, right? So like, are we like? Is everyone up keeping? You know, is is Leon is in his like Lewis Hamilton stage right now? Or like, you know, he was so good for so long, and now he's just starting to to crash off. Man, Leon Leon's almost exactly my age, and I don't want to think that I'm <laughs> past my athletic prime quite yet. Although I probably am. So maybe I mean Leon does have a lot of you know a lot of miles on the body that you know we he's had a lot of jumps and a lot of jumps you know on on maybe not the optimal conditions in Cuba there uh, started playing professionally really, really young. So, and like every, every team he's ever played on, he's always like had a a high workload. Right. So exactly. Yeah. It was just overall a bit of a, other than that one match they won, it was a bit of a lackluster series yeah, s- series it, by Perugia. It was after like an all time great semifinal series, both of them. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Um, so yeah, congrats, congrats to Lube going to be interesting to see what happens with them next of course simone's leaving lucarelli it looks like like yeah. he's leaving well um, we're gonna have to do a big transfer show one of these days oh yeah absolutely that'll, that'll be a lot of fun absolutely um, um okay so italy don lube win mm-hmm. not playing in champions league finals unfortunately that would, that could no be fun um let's go to another series in another league that is going to be a serious extension Yes. Strepsi, actually, after after they had been declared dead by everyone, after we had we had ridden on their gravestone, come back and beat Zaxa, the unbeatable team, three one. Um, to me, this the main takeaway from this game is, is how much of a difference Trevor Cleveno makes. I mean, in this yes. one, yeah, he was awesome in this one, hitting thirteen for twenty three. Using his the best the best bag in volleyball, as I like to call it, the best bag of tricks. Uh, he was great. Uh, Tony Udi was great as well. Uh, got some more more action from their middles as well. And uh, yeah, not not too much from from Thomas for now. We saw a little more uh, Rafael Shijimura in this one. Uh, but overall, great win for Yastrebshi. Great great defense. Like I don't know. I, I really like this team. Uh, every any takeaways from the game? Um. No, not not many. Um, I didn't watch it all that intently. Yeah. Um, I am uh, I'm surprised to see JW finding success without Fornal. It seems that all of their success so far this season has been driven by by him, or especially in the playoffs as as as, as I've been watching them. Um, but you're right, the return of Trevor Clevno. Um, at least for one match, is is, is huge. huge. He's one of the best outside hitters in volleyball, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, and he makes a huge difference on their team. But speaking of, we kind of talked about this on the last podcast. But the the wings, we or or maybe it was on the nine by nine. But the efficiency from the wings mm-hmm. of Zaxa, especially Schlifka, Alexander Schlifka, is a lot lower than it was last year. And a lot of that is the Tony Udi effect, hundred um, percent. But it, a notable, a notable decrease in level for the Super Finals MVP. Um, do you think that's an issue that is going to translate maybe to Poland as well this summer on the national team? Ooh, possibly. We'll have to see. But to to be honest, like a starting spot is not guaranteed at all for the national team this exactly, summer yeah. right when you i mean well we're gonna get into it a little bit but man that like 
you could go with like any of their seven or eight outsides that they have on that roster, and you're not going to go wrong, right? With Leon and Slivka and Semenyuk and um, Fornal, Sh- Shimura. Like, the, the list goes on and on, truly, uh, for Poland. Like, I mean, I think the worst one on the list is Lipinski, and I, I really like Lipinski, yeah. right? Uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, I, you know, the, the reality is, is that if it is going to affect him playing for Poland, we won't really know about it because we're not going to see him play. And I guess that maybe that's how we're, we're that's how we'll, we'll know about it. All right. Next game taking place tomorrow. What time? 5.30. Or, or is that 11.30? No, so 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. Going to be a great one. Uh, no, sorry, it's 2.45 it's p.m. Oh, you're, sorry, 2.45, yeah. yeah. So it was an early one. It's one of those 8.45 a.m. games. So uh, don't don't go too hard tonight, Everett. <laughs> oh, I'll be I'll be working at ten. I'm, I have to work at ten a.m. So okay. <laughs> well, I can watch the first half at least. Anyway, we're almost done club season. Then we have super finals coming up May twenty second. That's we'll preview that probably on next week's episode. But for now, I mean, why don't why don't we just get right into the national team oh, stuff? Absolutely. Because their twenty five man rosters for VNL were released. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but these are actually kind of important this time because. They can. This is the pool they pick from to make the fourteen-man rosters for each tournament, exactly. right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're on the twenty-five-man roster, you can be on the fourteen-man roster and on on the twelve, um, on game day. So and if you're not on it, like there's no you're 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 not there for VNL. Doesn't mean they're off the national team. I mean, in some cases it is, and I, I guess we'll discuss that. Uh, but yeah, to be available for any of the three weekends of uh, VNL, you need to be on this roster. Um, where, where how, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do you want to talk about some local stuff first, or do you want just want to jump into some some rosters and some omissions and who who to look out for? Let's just go as uh, just pick a player, you know, player that you're excited to watch, a new, a new young player in omission, and then we'll just take that opportunity to talk about the rest of the team. Hmm. Um, so, also, I guess I can start. Yeah, you, um, you kick us off here. So France, um, France for me is is going to be an interesting team to watch. I mean, I, I think they're they're having a great generation of players coming. I know that they just won the Olympics, so that's you know really controversial to say. Um, there's a couple players I want to highlight on the French team though that I hope we get to see. Uh, so of course, the uh, Theo Far has already kind of been revealed to the world after his amazing performance in the French league finals. Uh, so he's going to be great. But the other player that so. I saw Theo Far practicing a bunch with the French national team during uh, the European Championships last year. So mm-hmm. I got to watch all the practices behind the scenes. It was pretty cool. Uh, but the other young player that they took was Pierre uh, de Rouillon. Um, and he's another super physical, tall, outside hitter that you know I think is also going to really impress people. Hope he gets some burn. And then the last guy is Ibrahim Lawani, another opposite. So I, probably Theo Far is going to have the have the playing time over him but Ibrahim Nawani also um, one of the leading scorers in the French league this year another young guy great athlete this French team is just the the French system is really shining right now yeah um if you look at like this team is so good i mean they've got everyone back from from their olympic run um you've still got Taniuti you've still got number one player in the world Antoine Pizarre um you have a like a rejuvenated the, the resurgence of Kevin Tilly has been awesome. I mean, we kind of saw it last year in VNLs when it started after, you know, mediocre season at in Chisterna in Italy last season and had a great year with tools. Of course, losing in the finals to Telfa's uh, Montpellier team. 
But yeah, I mean, I think this French team overall is probably one of my favorites to, to win it all. Like ev- I think everywhere else you're seeing some holes in the, in the team. Maybe not Brazil, but I don't think they have the quality that they that they used to have, and they don't have that that young uh, that young core coming up as much. But yeah, to me, this French team has to be one of the one of the favorites. A couple a couple of notable uh, names left off: Thibaut uh, Rossard, who right. apparently has a poor relationship with uh, French volleyball uh, after being snubbed for the twenty uh, twenty uh, Olympics. He doesn't even follow like, he unfollowed them on Instagram and everything. That's I, I can empathize. Well, that's rough. Yeah. I, like I, I personally don't don't think he should have made it because I mean, who was it? Yasin Loati they took instead. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I I can see I can see why they did that. But man, yeah, that stings. But it's also not their fault. It's the freaking twelve man Olympic right, roster. Hundred percent. Crazy. And uh, the other one he, he uh, retired, newly retired from uh, indoor is uh, Julien Lenil. Who was going to be going to play the beach on the beach? So instead of those two guys, they brought in uh, Luca Basic. Mr. Liniel is going to play beach. Yeah, interesting. yeah. So instead, instead they brought in Luca Basic. But I mean, I think on this ro- like French roster, I'm sure we're going to see a, a lot of the guys. Luca Basic, the uh, the French, the French, uh, the Serb. No, no, he's uh, who's? Oh my God, I'm blanking. The the player, the French Jiri Kovar. That's how I always remember. Oh, oh French Jiri Kovar. Yeah. Why is that? Because he's also this like tall guy. Who just who can't like hit or serve to save his life, but just, it's just there's pa- it's just tall, and he's he's like a tall passing blocking guy. So fair enough. Um, okay, next team I want to talk about here, Everett, is Brazil. Um, okay. And my prediction, one of my predictions for this year, this is going to be finally the summer of Darlin Souza. We have to see this guy. Okay. He, he's he's out there, you know, leading the Brazilian league in points, dominating the Brazilian league. By the way, Darlin Souza, Alan Souza's little brother, um, really fun guy, kind of colorful character, great athlete, great jumper, just like his older bro. We have to see him out there. I can't believe. I mean, it just sucks because he plays on Brazil, and they have obviously Alan Souza and Wallace. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On says he saw Paulo, and he's yeah, he's sick, and I really hope we get to see him this summer. He's a little bit. He's a little bit undersized, though. Yeah, but right? man, he jumps. He does leap. He jumps. But he's only coming in at 193 centimeters. So on the right side, that's 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 real. Oh, yeah. That's real small. Do you think you know, like they like Wallace is back on the national team? Yeah. Do you yeah. think they're gonna run with with him over over um, Wallace? Yeah, I mean Brazil tends to bring pretty good rosters every VNL. True. So so I'm, I'm sure they'll bring one of Alice or Wallace, Alan or Wallace to 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 all three. But you know we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, of course, a notable name not here is uh, Douglas, who yeah. is uh, <laughs> pursuing his, uh, I guess, reality his TV reality career. TV career. In, uh, yeah, in Brazil. I mean, hey, yeah, go get that bag. Kind of tells you about the state of volleyball, where you can go and be a reality TV star and make more money than playing than than playing volleyball. But I mean, to me, Brazil is always going to be a contender. It's like Canada and hockey. You know, if there's a tournament and Brazil's there, they're going to be a favorite, um, just because they have so much depth and that they could probably bring an entire B team and still make it to the semifinals. Right? They may not win it, but they could still get past most teams. So, yeah, I mean, but this is this is like your standard Brazil team. You've got Lucarelli, you've got Leal, who's back after his uh, bit of a choke choke uh, in the uh, Italian League <laughs> semifinals there for for Modena. The kick that uh, just destroyed his 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 uh, season, um, 
yeah, you've got a bunch of right sides. You've got Bruno. You got Flavio. You still have Lucas. Like, it's still a world class team. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we'll see a bit of Rodrigo, a bit of Honorato, Enrique Honorato, a couple outside hitters that that uh, you know haven't gone too much shine with Brazil in the past. But an interesting omission here, Everett. Uh, the Hawaii big man in the middle who just played in the NCAA championships, Guillermo Voss, nowhere to be seen on this roster. I thought that was kind of interesting. Interesting. But do you think he's just too young? I don't know. Uh, I would assume. I mean, Brazil's pretty stacked in the middle, and they didn't bring that many middles. Uh, but, you know, I thought I thought he was one of the, uh, you know, he's, he's, he was on Brazil's youth team. So I mean, Youth team? Yeah. But. I mean, there's still like a junior team and, and, and other teams like that. Like, Well, he was on the U21 team, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Anyway, yeah, maybe he's just too young. But, I, 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 you know, these are pretty big rosters. I mean, there's a lot of room for, <laughs> yeah. for you know, future national team guys. I thought he was going to be a future national team guy. But I guess Brazil probably doesn't think that way. So, I mean, I, I'm sure they do. But it's not like Canada's bringing U21 guys. Right. You know, it, it takes like an exceptional talent, I feel right. like, to be coming in at, at, at 21. Speaking of Canada, Everett, you did a lovely breakdown of the Canadian roster. So if you're I did. a super into Canadian volleyball, definitely go listen to that. Uh, but we can just go over it briefly here for all you Canadian fans. Uh, Everett, do you want to give us a Sparks Note version of uh, what you thought yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. Brand new team for Team Canada, right? Dan and I, you, you and I were talking about it. It's going to be so different to see them without Gord Perrin, without Graham Viagras. You know, there's not going to be any Stephen Marshall. Arthur Schwartz is injured. Blair Band's injured. You know, there's there's a big chunk of guys who aren't, who aren't going to be there. Brand new coaching staff along with Ben Josephson. Um, so, yeah, it, it's going to be a brand new team, and it's going to be a bit of a, of a let's wait and see, right? Because they're going to be changing things up. It's going to be a different style of play, I'm sure. Uh, maybe not at first, but I'm sure they're, they're going to start building into it. Um, but, I mean, hey, this team is going to be led by by the leaders. you got Steven Marr, who's coming off a low-key, real, real good season in, in Italy, playing for Cisterna. Um, looks like he's going to be headed to Monza next year. So a big, big upgrade in that league. Of course, Nick Hogue is still around, and he's still got the rocket of a shoulder. Lepke had a, a pretty decent year over a, a, at Padova. Van Berkel was real, real good um, uh, for Friedrich Schaffen. Um, but the two, the, the, there's one big omission for Team Canada. No Shawan Vernon Evans. He is a healthy scratch for this event, and he's not not even there. Um, I, I, yeah, I just realized that. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. So, and I, and I, did, I did talk about it, but just like briefly, like I think no player since like Paul Durden in the, in the 90s has had so much pressure on him in Canadian volleyball as Shawan Vernon Evans, right? And like, if you think about it, at, at like 17 years old, he was at the FTC. At 19 years old, he was playing professionally. And, you know, he was at 18 years old, he was playing um, like World world League, um, nation, yeah, Nations League, World League, whatever it is, right? He has played professionally in some of the, in the biggest leagues in the world already, right? And it's been nonstop, go, go, go. So it's kind of nice to see him. Like I've seen him on Instagram. He's, been doing some stuff it's kind of nice to just see him like relax and have a bit of time off right and the reality is is that as much as people want to talk shit and say oh, sorry for spraying your podcast um <laughs> talk smack and uh say that he's washed other than that one season where he was terribly mismanaged by a stooge of a coach like the year before that scored over 100 300 points for for ravena this year was a top two uh attacker in in uh in japan 
right? And was scoring like, you know, Nishida type numbers in, in, in Japan. So he's still got it. He's still a world-class athlete. Let's give him some time to take, take some time off and we'll see you for the world championships potentially, or if not at, at another time. Yeah, no, I, I respect the decision as well. I mean, man, volleyball players have an insane schedule. Take some time off. I'm just sad I won't get to see him play. Yeah, because he's he's one of my favorite players just to watch play. When he's on, there's like so unstoppable. But you're right, like yeah, like the schedule. Um, yeah, and you know, like you said, he's he's a good player. Like maybe he's not going to be the best opposite in the world. Like maybe we thought at the beginning of his career with his potential could be, but he's still uh, I self hope he's still like a top 10, 15 guy. Uh, absolutely. So real quick, just to touch on Canada, there is two guys. There's there's a couple young guys to to look yeah. out for. Um, first and foremost is got to be it's either Xander Ketrzynski or Matt Neves on the right side. Well, I was gonna say Xander, like what's he been up to? I, so he's he's been in Serbia. Um, so he has been. Yeah, he's he's been playing. Or no, wait, sorry, he was supposed to start in Serbia, and then uh, actually he finished the year in Austria. So if you listen to my my um, uh, podcast from yesterday, that's actually a mistake. He actually finished uh, the uh, the Eich season. Dub. Yeah, in uh, Eichstab. Um, that's where, in, uh, in, uh, McMaster, oh, yeah, outside hitter, played last oh, year, yeah, yeah. where uh, Passlin started Passlin. the season last year, yeah, exactly. But yeah, and had had a really good like help them uh, on a nice playoff run and and stuff like that. Yeah, so. but isn't it a bit concerning to you ever that he's still playing in Austria? I mean, he's he's young, but he's not that young, right? Here's what I think the issue with Ketrzynski is: is that he he didn't give himself the chance to like really showcase, and like he had to start in Qatar, right? And then he went to Serbia. And then I think there was some like visa things that happened there. And then, you know, there was some, they were looking at him in France and then he had to go to Austria. But I think this genuinely could be a breakout tournament for him. I hope so. He's a really talented player. Um, where's his bro though on the roster? I'm a little surprised Cole didn't make it. I mean, Cole has it was barely saw the floor this year at, at, yeah. at UCLA. So I, I thought I, people were saying he, he might even be the better brother. He may be, but he's still younger. Yeah, fair right? enough. So I, I mean, they're still there. Um, the other guy is going to be Justin Louis, a libero coming oh, out of Stanford. He's good. If you yeah. guys don't know Justin Louis, you're about to. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's 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 enough for Canada. Wait, it's going to be very interesting. Can I just be... can I just name one guy I like? Yeah, who? Sam Cooper. Oh, I watch him a decent amount on the uh, Canadian U21 team. Yeah, I like him. He's I, I like he's, I like he's a physical guy. I like him too, but he's at the bottom of my depth chart. Yeah. Um, and one more question before we get out: Is Stephen Marr un- unquestionably the best player on this team now? Yes. Okay. I agree. Um, okay. So half of you listening are from Canada. The other half are from our lovely neighbors down south, the USA. Um, I don't know. I don't know how much I can tell you about the USA young players, but uh, you know, the, the, I'm surprised actually that they, they, other than you know Matt Anderson and Max Holt, pretty much their entire uh, A team is, is coming out to this tournament, uh, including Eric Shoji, Micah Christensen, Aaron Russell. Mm-hmm. redemption potential of the summer i mean we it has to be the summer of aaron russell right especially with the way that tj's been playing professionally how thomas jayski was this year for for milan aaron russell's like it's a perfect opportunity without like without taylor sander there like this is this is his spot to lose right and he's got guys hot a uh, hot on his tail on his tail for it so it should be interesting yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. There's a couple funny, not funny. There's a couple definitely remarkable things about this roster. James Shaw. 
Yeah. On the roster? Back at center. Back at center. <laughs> what? This dude has had the craziest career trajectory from his setter at Stanford. He actually, him and uh, Stephen Marr were in their first year together at Padova. Oh, really? And they had, yeah, like Marr was like a top like a top 10 scorer. They, you know, Padova like finished like sixth or seventh. But he wasn't starting. Oh yeah, he was. And James James Shaw Shaw yeah. was the st- starting setter, and Mar was Mar was a, a starting outside. Um, and uh, yeah, and then he moved. Who did he go play for? Like Perugia or Lube, and like moved to the right side, and then went to you know came home, and then was gonna go to beach, and I, like his career has been everywhere. Yeah, was, yeah, I thought he was on the beach. Yeah, me me oh, too. Yeah. But uh, and then and then he uh, says yes. But I mean, I think that the U.S. is a little desperate for setters considering that both Joe Worsley and Michael Ma, Michael Ma turned down the national team. They turned it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they talked about, about it. About they, the yeah. They, okay. And so did Gage. Gage Worsley turned turn them down too. Give give me the uh, the reason why because they, they not paid or enough or too much time or... To be honest, it, it, I think it was not. I think, but is it, it sounds like it's mostly they just want to do their out of system stuff. And you know, they the Gage really had a struggling time. Uh, this year in Bulgaria, Ma'a was talking about how the most unhappy he was was during like the like uh, like Olympic qualification process and, and stuff like right. that with with the USA and and whatnot. Um, and I mean, why would like they have a, such a good thing going over there at Out of System? Yeah. And they're like they're traveling around playing these tournaments, like really like changing the game in a lot of ways. And hundred percent, I think they'd be they're much more impactful on volleyball as a whole. Um, what the, what they're doing as opposed to playing, but it just kind of shows you how, like, I I'm gonna say the, the this, shine is wearing off a bit on the national team stuff. But I think that that's exactly what we're seeing with Shawan too. Yeah. You know, like what's the benefit for some for some of these oh, guys, right? Especially VNL, like, like VNL, like you, you're gonna you're gonna be exhausted. You're you're traveling all the time. You're not really getting paid for it. Not to the extent that you are a pro. Um, you don't have a life like your life is entirely volleyball you don't get to see your family you don't get to see your friends like like you don't don't get to do anything so yeah like go off take that take that time and it's yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're pro players here on the 5-1 volleyball podcast for sure yeah um i'm totally blanking on on this name but who's the the serving sub american setter who like had a really nice spin serve that but he had like too many concussions and he had to be taken out do you remember? Do you remember this guy I'm talking about? Anyway, if you guys are Seriously? listening to this podcast, send me a DM or something. I totally forget this guy. Um. Anyway, but yeah, like James Shaw, mm-hmm. and then, and then Isaac Quinn Isaacson. So I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. No, no me neither. neither. Okay. Um. Okay. One thing we do have to talk about USA. My boy, Cody Kessel, getting the call. It's not the first time. I know, but has he ever like played in in VNL in actual last game? year? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not 100 percent sure about that, but you could be right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, last I, year's VNL was crazy. You can it's so hard to watch every game. Yeah, it was. It it it, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, ha- I'm ha- I'm happy for for Cody Kessel for sure. I mean, I think he's one of those like journeyman guys who's started, you know, and has has come up all all the way through. But um, I I love in the world of. Douglas Souza, you know, taking time off to go to reality TV. I love guys like Cody Kessel and James Shaw, just sticking with it, grinding. Like they clearly just love the sport. So you know, I, I always have a soft spot in my heart for guys like that. Um, there was one notable omission here, and maybe uh, you can explain uh, why he was left off the roster. Um, 
one sec while I find him. And that is, I believe he played on Power Volley's Duran or, oh, sorry guys, as I, Jordan Ewert. Yeah, that's, I was a little surprised because you, you, you follow the German League more yeah. than anyone I know. And he, he had a nice year with them, didn't, did he not? He he did, and he's had a, f- a few nice years with them. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe he just doesn't want to be uh, in the it national. Could, yeah, tour. exactly. Could, I could do be. think he's a little bit undersized um, to to be kind of at, at, at that level. I like. I think it's like like Germany's a good spot for him. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, maybe 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 a bit of a omission there. Like they've got young guys like Oliver, um, Spencer Olivier, uh, from uh, from LBSU from Long Beach. Um, but yeah, an interesting roster. Garrett Magatia is still kick, kicking around. Of course, it's, it's John Sparrow, which means Garrett Magatia has to be on the roster. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's going to be interesting for the U.S. I think. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting for me to to watch them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to me, James Shaw is, is still the greatest. Like, I, I wonder if he can still dish. Like, I want. I wonder if we're going to see him. Or oh, I hope so. Yeah. I was watching some of the Stanford highlights the other day. Man, he. He was an A plus athlete. Like he was crazy. Oh yeah, absolutely. In, in terms of being athletic, like kind of the prototypical like big, big, strong, like big, big, a good all around athlete. Yeah. Who knows the game pretty well and be like, you know, this guy could be a setter, but just never, never really panned out. Yeah. Um, well, yet anything else there's, for USA? There's, yeah, there's, 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 there's still it's not chance. that old, right? It was like twenty nine, I guess. 28, 28. 28, 28 yeah. So. Yeah. If he's the same age as Mar, then he's twenty eight. He's ninety four. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else for USA? No, I think I think that's it. I mean, like a lot of the, the other team is just it's still the rest the rest of their team, right? So yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to talk about Poland? Anybody interesting on Poland? Um, I mean, we've already talked about who's not there in terms of Drizga and Kubiak. Yeah. Drizga, uh, so, somewhat controversially, he's made some statements to the media saying he wanted to. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, good riddance. <laughs> Right, because the reality, like, the, yeah, like yeah. you know, like, Antigua kicked him off the team leading up to 2014. Right, they kicked him and Kurek off, and b- because of because of bad behavior, and we saw this this, and um, this is not for Kubiak, this is for Druska, but like we've always seen this team underperform w- with him. Um, so, uh, like, I don't think he's the type of guy that can come off the bench. I don't think he's the type of guy that that uh, is going to like, you know gracefully fade away in, in the background and just be like the old wily veteran who's going to be helping out at practice and stuff like that no, he's, from what i hear he's he's, he's got to it's got to be the drizzle show absolutely so get him out like there's only one solution get him out give the ball to janusz right y- janusz has to be the starter right? he has to be the starter, has to be the starter. He, you you need him to be able to um with Poland, it's such a different mentality than everyone else. It's more about managing egos and managing sure. the flow of the ball and where where is it's going to go. You know, because at no point, especially on the outside, are you ever do you ever have someone who's not world class out there, right? So it's really about managing. You know, how do I keep all of my athletes engaged? How do I keep everyone there? How are we running an offense that's mo- most effective? That's not just going to rely on high balls to Leon. Right, like, how, how do we do that? And I think you know we've seen with Zach that he, that he can do that, um, but we'll have to see. Like, maybe like is 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 getting rid of Kubiak and Druzga enough for for Poland to get over this hump and to finally be a, a, a winning team like this? Yeah. 
Well, I, I think I think it's going to be a different looking Poland team, like you said. We also, you know, maybe uh, Schlifka is is also potentially not starting, so it's going to be it's going to be a little different. I mean, if if it was me, I'd go with Leon and and uh, Semenyuk. Yeah, I would too for sure. Leon Semenyuk seems like their best their best bet, um, which is crazy because that could be Perugia next year too. Also, no Wojtaszek on the team. Yeah. But it kind of sucks for him because he was actually an elite libero for a lot of his career. But it just his career lined up so perfectly with Pavel Zatorski. He was like one of the best liberos to ever do it. That yeah, they never really got like. I mean, he's, he's definitely he was on the world championship roster. So Zatorski's like, on this roster. I know that's kind of funny. Eh? That's nuts. Yeah, I, I thought he would take it off, but uh, uh, yeah. I mean, he could easily hand over the reins to Jakub Papashak. Like, yeah, oh like yeah. You, you've seen, you guys have seen how how Papashak is playing in these finals, and it's it's pretty incredible. Um, let's see. Anything else for Poland? I don't one one thing yeah. about Poland though yeah. is that uh, Norbert Huber did get injured. Right, so that could take him out. Yeah, Norbert Landy. Norbert Norbert Landy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not wrong. Did there. you see uh, Salvador Hidalgo compared him to Robert Landy Simon on oh, Twitter? No, that's I didn't know that, is that yeah. where it's from. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure how it started, but he 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 made that comparison. Okay, like, damn. And then we jumped on it on the Discord. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Hidalgo's like secretly in the Discord. Man, if there was any volleyball player to secretly be in our Discord, it's 100 percent him. <laughs> maybe Shoji. Dude, dude's hilarious. I could, I could yeah, Shoji, Shoji potentially as well. Also, also a great guy. Um, okay, Australia. We don't need to talk about Netherlands. Well, um, the return of Thomas Edgar for Australia. Oh yeah, all yeah. right, Tommy. Yeah, Thomas Edgar, Dave Preston. Let's Tom, go, Thomas, boys. Thomas Edgar, like the best player that that like no one knows about now because he's yeah. hasn't. He's just stuck in career Japan for the last like ten years. Yeah, he was yeah. he was a blip leading into like what 2016. Yeah, uh, yeah, during the where he scored like 40 points in the like, yeah. qualification tournament. Yeah, it was just an absolute monster. I mean, maybe they'll be a good player. I, I'm I'm telling you, we're overdue for another good Australian player. Like so, someone. I mean, there's so many like it's just a good sporting country. Like they're eventually gonna produce someone who, who's all right. But, I mean, if I can make one prediction, Australia's somehow gonna gonna dodge being relegated again. <laughs> like somehow, on like year five of, of like they should have been relegated, but are somehow still in the tournament. You know, you like, know. can you imagine Australia versus Cuba or Turkey right now? Like, like what do you no. think the point differential would be? Like, 20, oh, it'd be a three zero. Yeah, but twenty five, like fifteen. Yeah, it like would 12. be. It, it, maybe not. I think it would be like seventeen, eighteens. Okay, you know, maybe they'd pop a twenty. Right. We, we were up on Australia, but actually, they're they're not hey, horrible. Dave Preston, let's go. Not horrible. Right? True, true. DP. Canadian coach. Good, good old. No, that's not. Um, that's, that's, you know who I might think might get relegated to is Bulgaria. I I was gonna say the opposite. Really? Yeah. Break down why? Because like as we discussed, like you know more about the up and comers, but like they have Rado Parapunov. Yeah, he's great. Alex grows. I, I was about off. to say they, they kind of have like almost too many good players at, at the outside hitter at least. They have my boy Martin Tanisov. They have of course the best like pro, like player in the NCAA, Alexander Nikolov. Who that's, just, but that's what I'm saying. Like these are young. Who, watching the NCAA, man, that guy has an arm. Yeah, but he wasn't even good enough to win the NCAA. Uh, he's a freshman. But that's what that's what and I'm he was the best player in the NCAA. But that's what that's what I'm saying is that like if you're relying on a freshman in volleyball nations league, you know, like they also have Asparu Asparov, the best named volleyball player. Asparu Asparov, who's starting starting behind behind beside my boy Rock. By the way, 
Would you take Rock Mazic or the field to lead the VNL in scoring? Uh, the field. The field? M- like, for a few like reasons. Zhang or Eugene Ishida or something? Uh, Namir. True, Namir. Right? I, like, I forget the Netherlands is Like, so. Netherlands is, is going to be there. And, like, if you look at their roster, it's Namir and a bunch of, like, it's Namir and a bunch of role players. You know, like, you've got Teister Horst and you've got Martin Van Garderen, you know, like, all of these these secondary these these secondary type guys uh and you know that like their whole offense is just designed about giving the ball to namir yeah but they don't have a setter so who's gonna set namir the ball uh, i don't know don't don't ask if me. namir could set himself that would be a freaking if stacked namir could, team yeah absolutely yeah. um but then the other thing too on against rock mozic leading everything for slovenia so that slovenia is stacked right you still have yeah, chipul you Chib- still have earn out you still have all of those guys and no, it's it's time for it's time for Ernout to to pass it. There's no way Teen Ernout's better than Rock Mazic right now. No I, way. I, I fully I fully agree with you. But another big thing why I don't think you're going to see a huge overload uh, for Mazic on Slovenia is that Mark Lebedew. Mark Lebedew's running this team. Right. And you're telling me that he's going to allow a, an entire offense just based off of giving Mazic uh, the ball? Giving a 20-year-old who just led the Italian league and scoring oh, on like 50% efficiency? He's, uh, he's, going, he's going to get a lot of volume, right? But they're going to, like, and like Slovenia has guys everywhere. And that's always been Slovenia. Like, you still have Tonchek Stern uh, out there. Like, I hope they're not giving Tonchek Stern a lot of balls. <laughs> why not? Like, because uh, he's like the uh, high, high volume, low efficiency poster child. You're, you're not wrong. But, the, but what I'm saying is that, like, there's a lot of talent in that Slovenian system, and you don't need to rely on him. So, like, it, it's not like. It's not like a, a Netherlands situation where if Namir doesn't play well, Netherlands do, doesn't play well, right? True. If Rock isn't is having an off game, they can sub him out and they can still win. Don't disagree. Um, let's move on to Italy. Um, kind of a, a, a fun one because uh, you know we get to know the Italian players so well throughout their season. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, our, I mean they they won the European Championships with like their youth team. Uh, I, I mean we'll see a lot of Matteo Bottolo. Alessandro Micheletto, Zaitsev's on the roster. Zaitsev is, is, on, enough. is on the roster. Um, I assume they won't, Zaitsev and Gianelli and, and friends won't get a ton of playing time. I'm actually really surprised Zaitsev's on the roster. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm, I'm maybe, surprised. Maybe he saw the them winning the European Champions. Like, man, I want, I want a piece of this. Well, like, that's <laughs> what, honestly, like, I, I think that's probably what it is, is that he sees the writing on the wall and that if he doesn't prove himself to be able to play with this, with this new age Italian team, that he's not on the roster for world champs. Yeah. Right? Um, but that's the scary thing is that like I Zaitsev has gotten really a lot better throughout the season and he's really he rehabbed well and he's really come back into his game. He's not the player that he used to be, but dude, he can still put up points. He can he can I still mean, put up points. We, we were debating like the I mean, he had a great last game, but we were debating for most of the playoffs like Okay, let's start like Juan Torino, who literally can't jump, and Gabby instead of Zaitsev. Yeah, but <laughs> throughout that time, he wasn't terrible, right? So, but I still think like now, like the season's done, he's going to be able to get a little bit of rest before start start training for VNL. Like I think he wants to take another run at the World Championships, right? Yeah. Like I think he sees this this roster and he goes, the only hole that they have is on the right side, and I see, can see myself making another World Championship run here. Is a healthy firing on all cylinders Zaitsev with this Italian team are they favorites for the World Championships? No. Because I, I think I think they're they they're a team in the conversation, right? I don't think they're favorites. I think the the favorites have to go to France. They have to go to Poland. Um, they have to go to Brazil. Um, 
past that, I think there's a second tier of, of teams that are, are in the conversation. And uh, Italy is, is 100% there, maybe leading those teams that, that are in that, that conversation. Because I don't think that Zaitsev doesn't take them into another dimension like in terms of a class, but it adds another dimension laterally. So it adds a different look and a different a different way. Like they can play with a three a three outside hitter system with Micheletto and, and Batolo and uh, and, and Lavia, Lavia. Yeah. Uh, like like they do a lot at like they're doing at Trentino, or they can go to a, tra- a traditional system with with the Zaitsev on the right side. So it just gives them another look altogether uh, against anyone in the world. Right. Uh, one interesting omission on this roster. Tommaso Rinaldi, uh, who is, you know, I put complete whiff, by the way, probably my biggest prediction whiff I've ever done. Uh, I had him as like a prospect to watch over Micheletto right before Micheletto (laughs) won. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, And not even on the roster, but his, his, you know, youth stars and Micheletto, of course, is there. Um, Pablo Porro is there. Tommaso Stefani, who who I I really want to see this summer as well. Mm -hmm. Listed as an opposite, not a middle blocker. No Tommaso Rinaldi, though. If uh, if anyone Italians listening to this have a little more info, let me know. Um, but yeah, very strong Italian team in general. I also want to see a bit of Leandro Mosca. Uh, I don't know if you watched a lot of him this year no. um, on Milano, but he's a big, 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 big boy. I want to say like close to seven feet tall. Uh, also a good player. Um, it, like the middle is an interesting... It's the weakest position for yeah. sure by far. But you've got like you've got some different players uh, coming in. Like we've talked about Need Andrea Bagnani in there. <laughs> Gianluca Galassi, I think could. I like Galassi. Yeah. yeah, I like Galassi. Yeah, I would say it's like it's it's Ricci, Anzani, and Galat Galassi, my, my favorite guys. Uh, one guy who maybe over Paolo Poro would have maybe liked to see Lucas Spirito. <laughs> Uh yeah, just I agree. Ir- just to irk Rob. <laughs> I mean, this is what got to be one of the first ro- times he's ever been left off the roster. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, but Poro po- po- Poro's got even even he's still too young. He's still not quite there yet. But he did some good things. He's this got year. some nice hands. He yeah, he's, he's a smart smart player as well. Yeah, he he and he's not looking as much of, of a child. You know, and Milano gave him a proper a proper size jersey this year compared, <laughs> compared to Modena last year. It looked like he was well, swimming in it. Like they're bringing in a U sixteen. He just needs to get on whatever Ricardo Spertoli is on. He'll start looking forty years old pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love Ricardo Spertoli. He's such a nice guy. Really, really great player as well. But he, uh, yeah, he looks he looks older than his age for sure. But yeah, ultimately, I think this Italian team is just gonna be a lot of fun to watch. Like they have so much talent, and it, it they have so much talent and potential. It's, it's kind of like planting uh, a mystery, like a, a mystery plant, and like I like oh, I wonder what it, I wonder what's gonna grow here. Like I wonder what's gonna become of it. Um, and I mean, hey, they've already got some pretty nice flowers of it, like like a world cha- or a European championship. So it's a great, a great metaphor, Thank great you. metaphor, Everett. Um, Argentina, I don't think I, I might need to dive deeper because there are a lot of names I don't recognize. I guess Luciano Polanski is the easy guess, mm-hmm. easy pick of someone who might be a big factor going forward. Facundo Conte, obviously. Like you, they still, Conte, yeah. they still got their guys. The only, the only guy they're really missing is Soleil, and, who's and De Checo. No, De Checo's there. Oh, he's on there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's there. I stand corrected. So like yeah, you've 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 got all your guys like you've you've got uh, uh, Bruno, um, you've yeah. I mean, I'm not expecting a medal from them. I think that was a bit of a lightning in a bottle scenario at the Olympics. There, they played way above their heads, but uh, still going to be a solid team. Um, 
Iran is is going to be interesting. I need to, I need to like do a little more like <laughs> yeah. research for Iran. I, I was looking well. through that roster and I was just, like, there's a not a lot of names I do not know on this list, and I know like especially with Iranian teams, like it's so difficult. Like you know, we don't follow their their leagues. Obviously, a lot of them playing overseas though. Like we had Saber Kazemi this year. It's true. Uh, Sadat as well. As Fandiar. Yeah. Sadat, yeah, Sadat. Uh, of course, the, there's a lot of competition at the at the opposite with Kazemi, Sadat, and uh, Poria Yali. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I I I love watching Iranian volleyball. Like they just play such a fun style. But what do they look like now without Maruf? Yes, that's the big that's yeah. the big question, yeah. right? This is the first time we've seen them without their supreme leader. Yeah, I guess Javad Karim. He pl- he played overseas. Yeah, um, he would be my guess, but you know, you know, you never know with Iran. I'm, I'm not. I'm definitely not trying to predict any because I feel like Iran is the one team. I'm, I'm like, oh yeah, this is their roster, and it's going to be like four, four different players than what I thought. Yeah, for sure, they have yeah. such a a dynamic system. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I think we've pretty much hit on every team here. And anything else you want to go over here, ever before we wrap things up today? Oh, you know who my number one omission is? No, I don't. And it's someone that we just talked about this week on the nine by nine. Atanasevich. Close. Right Sir, team. Lisa Nash Pedrashinin. Drazen Lubrich. No. No, oh, Drazen no. Lubrich. I mean, on Serbia's roster, he's gotten burned by them before. I w- I'm not. I'm not surprised that. So I don't know if that's uh, from his side or if it's from their side. But you've got Antanasiewicz on there. Yeah, true. You don't have Drazen Lubrich, who you know we just talked about having such a great season for uh, Lokomotiv Novosibirsk uh, in Russia, leading the show, running them, letting them run all the way to uh, the finals, upsetting Zenit Kazan in the semifinals. Yeah. No Drazen Lubrich on this this roster. Come on. This is his, his time to shine. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, I agree. He's definitely the best opposite right now. We'll see, though. We'll see. Um, yeah, wow. That was a lot of names. Um, as the tournament gets closer, we'll be able to break down each individual roster as well. That'll be a fun little exercise we can do. VNL start, starting pretty soon. Less than a month, right? Yeah. And yeah. what's the date? Today is May oh, 13th. Yeah. So in le- like, I think the 13th is the last day. Like the thir- on the thirteenth is like the the Monday after like VNL's done, right? So we we will we have have our have you know in a month we'll have been done through the first week of VNL. We should we should see if we can do some fantasy VNL as well this year. Actually, do it this year. That'd be sick. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Code that. Pardon? How do we code that? No, you just need to do it by hand. Oh. So like if work. you want to join fantasy VNL, which we may or may not do, because we said we do <laughs> going to do it every year and then we don't do it. Join the Discord. Join the community there. It's a great community. We're like coming up on a lot of people. Yeah, right? we're, we're every big every volleyball person is in there. Like every volleyball all, we're coming fan. up on four hundred people. They're all coming out of the woodworks. You guys are great. You guys are awesome. So much fun talking to you guys on the Discord. Everett, thank you so much for joining me on another no another problem. wonderful edition of the Five One Volleyball Podcast. Um, remember to subscribe to Volleyball Source. Subscribe to this podcast. Give us a nice five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. And we'll see you guys in the same spot next week.